the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ace Wyatt, this is a little aggressive for an Easter Sunday, don't you think? Hey, you know, I'm going to throw you <laughs> under the bus a little bit here. You're the one that's on the playlist. Just I'm just going to play it. <laughs> Just having fun. Uh, one final segment here, AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Again, joined by our friend and valued Northern Alliance Radio Network colleague, King Banyan. As always, check out The King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440. Uh, King Banyan, the jobs report uh, blew past expectations as uh, payrolls boom by 916,000 in March, uh, am I am I correct in assuming these are more of the jobs that are coming back that were lost during the pandemic? Brand new jobs, combo platter, King Banyan. Well, it's a combo platter for sure, Brad. Uh, we ended up with nine sixteen. About about a fourth of them came out of leisure and hospitality, which has been the hardest hit sector of the uh, of the U.S. economy. Uh, that's your restaurants, that's your your bars and so forth, uh, your your hotels. Uh, those those all roared back, but you saw a big gain in uh, construction. Some of that's the weather effect. February was a lousy month, mm, especially yeah. if you were in Texas. Uh, and then uh, so <laughs> yeah. uh, so March uh, March those jobs come back. So that added a lot. But pretty much every sector, uh, there was a number one number that uh, pops out in that that uh, doesn't get as much talk is the fact that the private sector number was closer to seven hundred fifty thousand. So about a hundred about one hundred sixty thousand of that job gain was actually out of the government sector. Guess where that was? Hmm. Do tell. Public schools. Uh huh. Teachers going back. There you go. Uh, so that's in that number. So you will see. So and and that will probably echo for another month, another month or so, in the data because because these data we always tell you they're seasonally adjusted. So a number that adds anything to the number the number of teachers in March is a shock to the system. And so it always shows up as a big, looking like a big gain at that time. It's just teachers that weren't working before. They're now back in them, back in the, back in the classroom, at least some of the time, some places I'm sure they're in for all five days, but, but they're back working uh, and they're showing up, they're showing up in our data. So over the last year since this, uh, I mean, it was March 11th, we passed the one year anniversary of the pandemic. And I think there was two, different COVID relief packages during the Trump administration, obviously the most recent one uh, during the Biden administration, totaling uh, $5 trillion in relief uh, ballpark figure, uh, which just adds to our ever skyrocketing national debt, King Banyan. And I think the biggest travesty, travesty in elected electoral politics today is it doesn't seem like there are any elected officials that uh, give any credence to uh uh, reducing spending. Uh, Republicans do when they're not in power, but that's another story for another day. Uh, talk about the uh, economic uh, impact going forward. Is that a, a, a myth that government stimulus 
provides a, a, a jolt to the economy? Because that's what we hear chanting points from really any president. Want to give a jolt to the economy? Here's a, a couple trillion dollars. And, of course, this most recent one, not a lot to do with COVID relief, but that's another story for another day. But uh, talk about these in particular uh, from an economist standpoint, King Banyan. Yeah, I, I, my point here, Brad, would be there's been less impact as you add more stimulus, okay? Every additional trillion dollars you spend gives you less of a jolt, okay? It's sort of it's it's sort of like the impact of the fifth cup of coffee versus the first one. We we call an economics diminishing marginal product, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're seeing that we're seeing that I think in these stimulus bills. I mean, the first the first bill was the first trillion, two trillion, closer to three trillion we spent was largely money that was filling a hole. Indeed, in terms of the unemployment report, one thing that people are concerned about is the fact that unemployment insurance now continues on into September, into early September. They were actually going to extend it further, but uh, he who would be king, Senator Joe Manchin, uh, uh, (laughs) sort of pulled that back by a little bit uh, and got it to early September. But there are people getting $300 additional, additional unemployment insurance per week. And in some sectors, that's like the size of your paycheck or close enough to the size of your paycheck that you're going to say, you know what, I don't think I'm going to go back into the workforce just yet. So it doesn't show up necessarily in unemployment rate, but we still have 8 million people fewer working than we're working in February of 2020. And some of those people are not working because that that particular check is is coming in. So you know, as we look at more and more of these bills coming through, these infrastructure bills now that the Biden administration is talking about, their impact on employment is not going to be very strong. Indeed, in the construction sector, everyone who can swing a hammer right now is out working a site. Um, it's hard for me to understand how infrastructure in the traditional sense of building stuff is actually going to add more jobs because uh, housing's doing well, commercial construction is coming back. There's and, and and there was almost a hundred thousand jobs added just in the la- in March in construction. I don't see where you're going to get the people to do the jobs that, that you're proposing to spend this money on. Are you? Uh, do you uh, study at all or involved or look at all at the uh, impacts of public transportation, particularly trains? I, I ask because the North Star Rail, which runs through through my area, the ridership is so far down. <laughs> That they're even thinking of just gassing it all together, which the one thing we heard about it is, well, well, yeah, we have it. It costs the operating losses are significant, but it would cost way more to shut it down. Well, now they're getting to that point, King Banyan. Are you studying the uh, ramifications of uh, public transportation from that standpoint? I haven't looked at it that much, and I'll, I'll just say, Brad, because I'm actually on the Economic Development Authority for the city of St. Cloud, which supports North Star. I better, I better watch what I Fair say. Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Moment. Fair enough. Uh, uh, I, 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 so I'm not speaking for anybody else but myself. Um, I think that's a temporary effect, but but clearly, the thought that people are going to be working more from home has a negative impact on the profitability of any public transportation system, no including North Star. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And even, you know, and again, this is me speaking, someone who worked in downtown Minneapolis for a few years and took advantage of that. Uh, I looked at it as, okay, it runs during working hours and people had these grand ideas. Well, it could be like Chicago where you have uh, young people living in this luxury apartment building. And look, the train station is right there. They can hop in the train, go enjoy some nightlife. It never ran after like seven o'clock except for Twins games. And, And that was about it. So it just never made a lot of sense 
where they're trying to provide this jolt to the economy by nightlife in downtown Minneapolis. Well, the hours just weren't there. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, quite the boondoggle, in my opinion, to to be sure. Well, yeah, uh, I, yeah that, well, King, uh, we only have about 30 seconds to go. We do, we do have to run. We appreciate you joining us today, uh, King Bannon. Again, the King Bannon Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. King, once again, have a blessed Easter to you and your family. Appreciate the time, sir, and hopefully we can call on you again. Yeah, glad to do it. Thank you. Happy Easter, Fred. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Folks, hope you all have a blessed Easter as well. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all.